Welcome to Machine Learning. I'm a little upset <clears throat> uh, about the uh, fact that uh, President Trump got COVID. It seems to me that technology could have detected um, viruses in the air and identified that particular virus. And uh, there could have been better screening to protect him. <clears throat> you know, it's a risk here is the population where he has talked about cutting taxes. And uh, we've seen how using the Laffer curve, when you cut taxes, you increase the amount of money that companies have to uh, spend. So you can almost think of a tax as like an interest rate or an interest rate like a tax. I've heard them used uh, equivalently. And, uh, and interest rates and taxes slow growth. So high taxes uh, would mean less jobs, less employment, uh, less profits. And so this idea of, of taxing more taxes going to the top is something that's appealing to the Democrats. But suppose they do tax heavier with higher taxes. What would that mean? Well, I think what that would mean is there would be more money going towards social programs, more socialism, where people are believing in entitlements and claiming those entitlements, not just believing them, but claiming them. And those that type of behavior is not effective in a free market system. One thing I like about Trump is that he believes in a free market system where he uh, uh, promotes the idea of free trade and fair trade. <clears throat> One of the best things that he did in his presidency, in my mind, was uh, imposing the tariffs on China for steel and aluminum. And I think also that in getting redoing the NAFTA treaty was very important because America was getting flooded with cheap uh, commodities from Mexico and that was driving down the price of their commodities on the local market but um, what do you think oh, about technology as a, a means to providing safety, it seems like that we, we have things like we, de we detect when someone's in a doorway. We have garage door closers that have sensors that detect when someone's standing underneath a, uh, a garage door. We have different sensors that provide a, a certain degree of uh, safety. We also have sensors now that can measure the temperature of a person without having them stop and do a hand scan. It can do a thermal 
scan. They use the same technology for uh, identifying stars in the sky as identifying thermal temperatures on the surface of an individual skin. And then using AI that's been trained on uh, temperature ranges that are, would constitute a fever, which would imply uh, the person is contagious, would then um, make it more identifiable if that person is sick. Well, so that's my uh, rant on, uh, on President Trump getting sick. And I, I really hope that nothing happens. He, he gets uh, recovers and that the presidential election is uh, carried through and we can vote uh, our choice for him as President of the United States. Because he has all, he is already addressed a lot of issues that he plans on uh, working on and I feel like that he's the right person for the job. Okay, so when we go back to thinking about looking at a linear model, we can take uh, we can take the model and we can take the data and so we take and find out what the difference is. And the reason we want to find the difference is um, it helps us to determine an error. And so what we're trying to do is um, if we take a, a slope equation, we have the y-intercept, which is where it intersects on the x or on the y-axis where the line uh, intersects on the y-axis, and we have a slope. And from that, we can almost manually adjust that line, trying to get a best fit on that line as it relates to the data that we have. And so we wanted to uh, identify or make predictions on, on that line. Now the problem is, is when we get real data is that the data doesn't necessarily stay close to the line that the slope is changing as our interval of time is changing. And so uh, you could have multiple lines or a curve or form a curve that would fit the data. But there is the possibility that you could have too many coefficients and then never get a curve fit an exact curve fit and that that leads to overfitting um, so once we have that then we can uh, we can look for the RSS value and we can calculate that RSS value and we want to find the RSS value where um, where the slope is creating the small, the minimal RSS value. And so the way to do that is to calculate our model and vary our slope. So we, we take our slope and we take a series of slope angles 
and then we vary that over a um, over a, a sequence, and that will um, allow us then to store the RSS value. Then we take a minimum on the list that's produced for the RSS value, and that tells us what our best fit is. And then using, since you have the two lists are the same, uh, our, our uh, change in uh, uh, our slope list and our, our resulting RSS value, once we identify the position of the RSS value as the minimal, then we can use that index value to uh, return our uh, A1 or our slope. So then you have found the best fit for the RSS value and the best fit um, for your slope. And that becomes the new slope of the line. And we could use that, those coefficients then to uh, once we have that to make predictions. So it's kind of an iterative process and like I was talking about earlier, these numerical approximation processes are really quite amazing with these uh, Taylor polynomials because you can just apply iterative um, computation and then get roots to or yeah roots or parameters to your solution. So um, you can also use the least square, ordinary least square <coughs> algorithm, OLS, and then you can uh, do take your X and Y data and then fit it, and then you can get the interception parameter and your uh, slope parameter, which would be for the variable that you're you're looking at. So if you had one variable, you would get, let's uh, say temperature, you could get the temperature uh, coefficient. And if you had relative humidity, you could get the relative humidity coefficients. And then using those coefficients, you could uh, uh, calculate the dependent variable, which would be Y. Because you, in the case here with multivariate, you'd have uh, you'd have more than one variable for calculating the dependent variable. And so when you think about it, it it's probably, you could say that it's covariant and multivariate variable or multivariant. So slope um, would fit in a covariant scenario where there two variables are correlated. And uh, you can plot that out. You can plot out the RSS values that you returned against your slope. And you can see that the minimal point where it has the uh, minimal RSS value is where the uh, slope is... Um, intersecting at where the RSS value is minimal too. And uh, and so that that if you were looking at it from 
a derivative's point of view, it would be where the acceleration is equal to zero on the curve. That'd be a local, a local minimum. And so if you took the second derivative of acceleration, it'd be where acceleration is equal to zero. So those are kind of interesting concepts. Again, we, you know, it's kind of a reiteration of some of the things I was talking about this morning about finding uh, finding uh, solutions. But using this iterative approach with the RSS value um, did surprise me, but it does make sense because a lot of the things that we do in machine learning and AI are iterative. The training is iterative. Um, and even with the regression problems, they're iterative. And, um, and so it was helpful to see how, uh, how the numbers and calculations are done manually, then uh, put it into an iterative process and then solve for the slope for the system and then find the best model that fits your data and then store those coefficients having found that best model and then using that to make predictions. So that's kind of the stepwise process when doing regression. And regression is going to be used everywhere. That's going to probably be one of the highest used um, functionality that you have in business. You know, it's like algebra is the foundational piece for um, all mathematics, higher level mathematics. I would say regression is the foundational piece for all statistical analysis uh, that's meaningful in business. All right. Well, something to think about. Until next time.